Godfather Minute. Godfather Minute, what? I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And we are uh, the Godfather, Godfather Minute co-hosts. <laughs> this is the um, exclusive podcast for going through the movie The Godfather by Francis Ford Coppola one minute at a time. Mm-hmm. What minute What minute are we on, Alex? We're up to minute five. Five minutes. So if you recall a few minutes ago, well, days ago, but minutes ago, I promised that I would work on my Italian. Uh-huh. So uh, this will be the Cinco Minute. Cinco. I think it's Cinco. Cinco? Like cinco. Oh, I'm sorry. Cinque. Cinque. That's five. Cinque. I think it's uno, due. I think it's cinque. All right. Well, any of you who speak Italian, call in. Yeah. Call the hotline. Let yeah. us know how we're doing. Um, yeah, we were discussing minute five of The Godfather. And uh, it starts off with The Undertaker... Monasera whispering in the ear of the titular godfather. Mm. Now, in the movie, you can't tell what he's saying. Mm-mm. You hear whispering, and it's really close to the camera. We still haven't seen the godfather's face. Right. Does it say in the book? Because um, I have in the script, they have him, what he does say to them. Mm, no. Yeah, I don't think in the book they, at that point... It's a little different. It's, yeah. yeah, but the but the author does point out this is really cool. I hadn't I hadn't thought about this before that that Bonacera leans down and whispers into the Godfather, much like a parishioner whispers to a priest. Oh, in a, a confession. A confession. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in the script, he says, "I want them dead." Really? Yeah, that's what it says in the script. So wow. I'm guessing that's what he was mouthing, but they yeah. just erased it or whatever. I wonder why they did that. Hmm. Why they didn't just have him? Uh, why they didn't have him say, "I want them dead," and have it be audible? Mm. I guess it's implied, maybe. Yeah. Well, and there's a certain amount of yeah. drama effect. Yeah. If you if you just don't hear, holding back is, yeah. is sometimes a good thing. Um, I, this is going to sound weird, but uh, I think I just thought of it with that guy leaning in so close mm-hmm. to the Godfather. I bet the Godfather smells pretty good. Really? What makes you think that? Well, this is, first of all, he's wearing a tuxedo, uh-huh. and he seems like someone who's really into his personal grooming and stuff. So to me, it seems like he would smell like a, like an Old Spice kind of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, kind of. I could see that old I mean, man kind of perfume, yeah, you know, yeah, cologne, yeah. a mature odor. Yeah, a mature, well dressed. <laughs> it's his wedding. It's his daughter's yeah, wedding day, yeah. and so he's he's yeah. prepared. Um, and then it um. The camera reverses, and we finally see finally. the iconic face of Marlon Brando is the Godfather. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, I thought it was going to be a Mickey Rooney. Speaking of, speaking of the disappointing trombone, who would you be most disappointed to see uh, in that role when that camera turned and you saw the face? Now, does it have to be period? No. Like, anyone? Anyone? Anyone. Um, most disappointed. It's tough. Do you go for <laughs> someone yeah. totally? Do you say like Jar Jar Binks and go totally no like CGI? Oh, sorry. Uh, 
human real actor or actress uh legal like this you go like carrot top <laughs> well the thing is, i feel like if you picked someone who if you picked comedy you just have to commit and that that wouldn't be the worst thing you go now it's going to be a comedy and i'm gonna have a good time with it yeah that's what i mean by having someone so outrageously wrong it really just changes the yeah. tone of it already is it just someone boring like you know like uh John Ritter, or not that John Ritter is boring, but he no, wouldn't. He's yeah. not like it's not he's a not, stretch. You know, it's not as or yeah. like uh, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of another kind of just, middle of the road yeah, kind of actor like, uh, that's uh, like Bill Paxton. Yeah, or Bill Pullman. I think Pullman <laughs> is, is that Bill Paxton? Is that a guy? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. lost him unfortunately. Oh, okay. But uh, so like Bill Pullman. Yeah, that would be disappointing. Or but it would, be, you know, I take it back. It had to be someone who could who could look the part or just a terrible actor that would be the most disappointing because it like i think if you pick someone funny like paulie shore because he is so funny it would immediately turn <laughs> he's not funny but it would be so outrageous so you're saying movie someone like uh who's a terrible actor? because we don't know any of these like, people like frank stallone or somebody who's not like known yes. as an actor yeah or like uh <laughs> sylvester stallone would be pretty disappointing didn't he play apollo creed Apollo. Oh, I think you can, it's going to be good. I think yeah. actually to have uh, Carl change Weathers. the feel of Carl Weathers. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyone's going to totally change the. He feels. starts talking smack to Bonnie Sarah. <laughs> You're a fool. Oh, that's Mr. T. He's wearing a big uh, Uncle Sam uh, <laughs> yeah. top hat. <laughs> what about Mr. T? See, that's that's going more into yeah, the comedy. Is. That's end outrageous. Yeah. Uh, that is truly outrageous. Hmm. Um, if we pick a little kid like <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> the first shots, the home alone, his hands on his face. <gasps> yeah, Suspended sentence. What would you say? What would you have me do? And he whispers in his ear, "I want them dead." And then he puts his hands on his side. It's ridiculous. Um, have you heard any of the other people? Uh, I mentioned Mickey Rooney. I know Mickey Rooney was one of the people who really? was, cons- was seriously considered for the mm, role no, of the Godfather. Wow. No, no. And uh, I think maybe Ernest Borgnine. I'll look into it for future episodes. Wow. But uh, it's hard to imagine anyone else in that role. Yeah, well, yeah. Now it is. Yeah, yeah. Or it, going back to who would be the most outrageous? What if it were like, like Bonacera? Oh, yeah, so it's so funny. Weird. First, I was going to say that it's like his twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one of the he tw- doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not wearing black. One of yeah. the one of the twins yeah. bought into the American system. The other went yeah. completely organized crime. That would be a true story about family and power. Yeah, or Bonacera's brother became a uh, OBGYN, like a baby delivery doctor. Because like Bonacera is a funeral guy, oh, yeah. and he's the one who's bringing babies into the <laughs> yeah. world. So they, uh, that's a circle of life kind of. A thing. Speaking of which, and in the end, they blend together into one oh. person. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, I do find it interesting that mm-hmm. a mortician, who is someone who shepherds people into the world of death or those around the, the mm-hmm. person who has died, is asking someone to commit murder. Hmm. Is he just trying to drum up business for himself? Oh, that's a that's a real big risk. All these years he's bought into the system, but he's at such a new low. 
Yeah, because what you he don't made say. up this whole story about his daughter because he just wants two extra, two extra bodies. Well, in one of the, two guys, right? It's two guys, two yeah. guys, yeah. Well, in one of the deleted scenes, which Coppola cut out, you see Bonacera at another crime family's wedding, and yeah. he's asking, like, uh, he's asking Tatalia, he's asking the head of the Tatalia family to kill another guy. I mean, he's just desperate for business. They can't be on the same day, though. That would be a blunder in scheduling. Oh, oh yeah, to have like two big mob weddings in the same day. That would probably be. It'd be disrespectful, I think, to the other families because they are invited. Well, that's the question. Right? Is so say say, uh, say Tatalia had his wedding, his his daughter's wedding all set up, and then Barbara Blando's like, "Oh, that'll be the perfect weekend to do it. Let's do it that weekend." Oh, would, no. would the other guy have to back down? Oh boy! Or would that I basically mean, five they families? To to the, they go to the mattresses over this. Are the mattresses, or would they have to have one of those? Conventions where they all get together, you know, every oh, now like and a they, wedding planning, like a or what you know, the the where the families get together, it's like and a talk summit, business. yeah, a summit, yeah, yeah, a turf summit, yeah, oh, that'd be terrible. Like you imagine, <laughs> after all, they're not communists, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're on the Brando, and uh, obviously, we're big fans of the brand, mm-hmm. so we call them the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did, you know, I. I just sorry to interrupt. I, I there was something I cool. Heard you say, I said, "Are we calling the brand?" And you went, "Oh, oh, that's a great idea." <laughs> the brand. brand. Oh, <laughs> Home Alone face. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. You know he can play the Godfather. Is home Alone. <laughs> is he can play the guy? He can play one of the Godfathers in uh, Home in Godfather Four that we are going to live serial. Live serial. I think so. Well, we'll wow. do all the voices. All right, yeah. fair enough. Maybe maybe there's a place for Macaulay Culkin. No, it's just kid Macaulay Culkin because he's like 50 years old now. Well, and that's why he'll be a good crime boss. Oh, no, I thought you wanted him as a kid Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. I don't think that'll work. But isn't he one of those kids that never really ages? He ages, but he always looks the same. Well, he's one of those child actors who aged and looks... He he looked cuter as a kid than he does handsome oh. as an adult. I don't want to say he's bad looking or anything like that because you know we're all just trying yeah. to get by in the world. But uh, are there yeah. any child actors that look better as adults? There are some that still look good. Obviously, I think Jodie Foster is kind of the gold standard for mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. child actor who yeah. who became successful as a uh, as an adult. Mm-hmm. There's a handful of others. are any of them that that look better though. Like wow, as a kid, do you. you you I'm sure okay, that, but I'm, now you're looking great. Probably not big stars, yeah. but probably like a kid who was in like, you know, as yeah. an extra on something. Yeah. You know, something. That's true. Hasn't, yeah. hasn't developed yet. Yeah. So what Kurt I, Russell, maybe? Kurt Russell was a child. Was he a child? Actor? Yeah, he what was, was a child. He, he was in a bunch of Disney uh, movies oh, and stuff. Huh. You know, he was originally, or he did he audition for the Han Solo part? He did audition. There's this wow. footage of him auditioning for yeah. the Han Solo. With, did he have an eye patch and everything? Like <laughs> no. Escape from New York? Him and the greatest American hero was what? auditioned to play Luke. Oh, my gosh. And uh, another actress auditioned to play uh, Princess Leia. And I was thinking it would be awesome if the three of those three actors got together and basically oh, played, yeah. did like a sequel to Star Wars. Oh, that'd be playing great. characters like that. <laughs> that'd be awesome. It'd be such a deep cut, like, nerd yeah. uh, thing. So, uh, I think when, when the greatest American hero actor realized that he didn't get the part and then he saw Star Wars become this huge, yeah. huge franchise, you know what? He told his agent. What do you say? He said, look at what's happened to me. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> so I read yes. that, interestingly, on the day that Francis Ford Coppola, the director of The Godfathers, first even heard of The Godfather, he was looking through, I think it was the New York Times, and he saw a little ad for the book. Mm-hmm. It was out and it was hot. And on that very same day that he saw that, he received a call from who? 
Marlon Brando. Brando. Say with me. Marlon Brando. Unrelated to The Godfather because he was... Francis Ford Coppola was, was in the works of making another movie and and he had sent the script, I think, to Marlon Brando and Marlon Brando was calling him at that moment to tell him he was not going to accept the, pic, the mm. role in the picture. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And there's another crazy coincidence. On that same day, Coppola received a social call by two people, some suits, some Hollywood suits, uh, unrelated to The Godfather. Or but, Marlon Brando. Or Marlon Brando. And they came over and they talked about some business-related stuff, but those guys, or at least one of them, would be involved in the making of The Godfather later. So on that same day, you had wow. Coppola learn about this book, The Godfather, Brando, and then someone from Paramount, I think. Wow. Do you think anything like that has ever happened in your in your own life where you're and like, I just oh don't my know God, about it? I mean, for all we know, this could be, you know, it could be like, oh, the day we started the Godfather podcast is the oh, day. All these other things you know, are happening. Like, yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I yeah. Guess. I can't think of anything so far where I'm like, the same day I, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. We'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk more about Coppola. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Very interesting we got story. a lot of minutes to get through, so we. Oh, uh, yeah. Can't, can't, uh, mm-hmm. so Marlon Brando, um, he says, um, I want them dead. And then it cuts to Marlon Brando and he's laying light. I cannot do because, uh, does he go into the whole explanation in this minute? I think it's just the beginning of his. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. He doesn't go into. Yeah. No, details. you're right. Actually. He doesn't, um, Bonacera pretty much tells him he, I, he mostly, he did the the Don goes back to discussing about why he didn't come to him first, yes, basically. That's right. Um so and during the scene, Marlon Brando has a cat in his lap. Yes. I was gonna bring up the cat. And uh do you, I have some information about the cat. Do you uh, I have I have a little bit, but you go first. You probably got more. Um just uh not too much. Um the cat was one of a bunch of cats that lived at the movie studio. Hmm, interesting. And um Francis Ford Coppola like picked it up and basically put it in Marlon Brando's lap mm-hmm. and because it's it's apparently Marlon Brando was uh, somewhat difficult as an actor sometimes and Coppola mm-hmm. noticed that he um, Marlon Brando would be more engaged if he had some bit of business to do mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like by putting the cat in his lap it kind of gave him something to focus on and and, and, and so on so uh, and I read in the the annotated screenplay they say the cat is also symbolizes that it, he's gentle but with hidden claws yes <laughs> definitely yeah so um, yeah, and apparently coppola also got along it didn't he got along with brando but they didn't do a lot of talking when it came to directing mm-hmm. and yeah. so he would frequently just give him props and things to like point and would yeah. not use words so much as objects yeah. and body language uh, well, I guess I'm sure you've heard that Marlon Brando never memorized any of his lines. Yeah. And he would have, like, uh, the actors holding cue cards and stuff. Or, yeah. like, uh, I think later on he had an earpiece. Oh, really? He had, he had like, feed a, him the lines? Yeah, or someone would off stage and be mm. like, you know, every time I'm out, they pull me back in. And yeah. he, would, he would repeat the line. But, uh, so speaking of which, the cat, dra- apparently the cat's purr was so loud. He was, Marlon Brando was so good at petting this cat that its purr was so loud that, uh, much of the dialogue had to be dubbed in oh afterwards because I guess the cat was like, <laughs> and Marlon Brando, you do Marlon Brando, I'll be the cat. So people can, well, why didn't you come to the movie first? 
Like I told you, you should go to me first. Look, I can hear a thing. The, the cat's bar is just uh, drowning out my earpiece. It's all it's like, your interference. It's final tap. You're straight. <laughs> yeah. Nine or four for <laughs> Did you have any other stuff about the cat? That was all the information no, no, I had. No, it was just it. Just about, about his directing him. Nope. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Don goes back to talking about why he didn't come to him why first. Why didn't you come to me? Yeah. Well, what have I ever done? Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, uh, I can't remember the last time you invited me to your house for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, you know, you never come to me for advice. Or... And I was like, he must be the only person who is like, Oh, I wish more people were bothering me and pestering me to do favors for them. <laughs> you're right. Well, it was a different time. Yeah, it's a exactly. very different time. Well, I guess if you're the Godfather, that's kind of your uh, that's kind of your bread and butter. You that's like true. if people stop coming, you're yeah, like, well, wait a minute, why is no one coming to me for advice? So, uh, but uh, but he seems genuinely like hurt that he didn't that he didn't come to him. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I think I think there really is a difference in that generation. I know I worked my first job as a teacher. The people older than me working there uh, they they really valued when people would come by and talk and my old boss would always want us to come by and say hello in the mm-hmm. morning and well, i guess also uh, yeah as a sign of respect it makes the person feel like they're useful and mm-hmm. they're like oh see i'm an important figure people are yeah. people want my advice because yeah. I'm, I'm a no one is a smart person um so here's well, something well i think i think don corleone also had heard that bonacera's wife made the best coffee so he really wanted to get over there to <laughs> to try some of that coffee yeah um uh, yeah and he even says you never you never wanted my friendship he's like oh like oh, I could, we're gonna play cards together uh Don corleone i'm running a mortician's business i don't have time to go and hang around like you Women and children, they can ask for friendship. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's something I realized listening to this, and when you do it a minute at a time, you just slow things down, you can kind of mm-hmm. notice stuff. Uh, the Vito Corleone points out that his wife, uh, Conchetta Corleone, is the godmother to the woman, mm-hmm. who the girl who was attacked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, did they... Like, did did Marlon Brando and his wife know about? Were they like, oh my God, did you hear that that uh, Darlene mm. got attacked by a bunch of animals? I don't think there's any indication in the book that that they knew about it ahead of time, but they must have found out. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that travels fast, especially if there's a family connection. A godmother that's a that's what I that's mean, an almost like, religious relationship. Yeah, that's very important to the Italian people. Yeah. So, but it also makes me wonder: what did they? If so, assuming he did hear it, mm-hmm. and it's his goddaughter-in-law, it seems like that alone would be enough to warrant intervention by the dom. Yeah, he, that he wouldn't have to wait for Buonasera to come to him. Yeah, to like, to, like to, that to would alone be an insult and, and an important thing. Yeah. That, uh, but clearly, they didn't really. It might be the kind of thing like where they're oh. like you are technically our cousin's god father yes but you're not really involved with their mm-hmm. day-to-day lives yeah. or their religious training or mm-hmm. anything like that so it'd be kind of like that where like if something happened to them you'd be like well i guess i gotta do something now oh, because boy, I'm I, gotta their hit, I gotta hit the bible brush up <laughs> i literally no, no, i mean like them. if one of them got like got attacked oh, yeah, you'd have yeah. to somehow yeah. get justice for them well then i would definitely go to don corleone so maybe now i should start asking him to coffee not never too so early to start to, those fostering those oh, relationships no, boy Although it's interesting, you should bring this up. I'm wondering if this, if if they, if Puzo and Coppola purposely had this 
in the story because it's pointing out that to Don, to the Don, until he gets the respect from Buonasera, like, like that has to happen before anything else happens. Like he won't intercede, even something as terrible as his his wife's goddaughter being attacked. Right. Like Bonacera hasn't shown respect yet, so I can't intercede. Like that's how serious it is. So, but let's just say it was like uh, one of Sonny's kids. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think would he wait until Sonny came to him and said, "Pop, we got to do something about this"? Or would no, he... I don't think so. Because it's a blood relation. Because it's blood relation. Because Sonny yeah. already respects his father. Yeah, that's it's obvious. Bonacera so. does not respect him. Yeah, he so, didn't even invite him over for coffee. Uh, and that's some good coffee. Yeah. That, that ain't no instant stuff. <laughs> It's like a commercial. Or it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, great. Boy, I mean, I know the, the Godfather logo is, <laughs> makes them a lot of money, but Paramount's yeah. not thinking big here. <laughs> this coffee's delicious. Yeah. I'm going to have those guys kill for you. Shows them all, shows them split screen, shows them all sipping espresso. Yeah. The guys are getting <laughs> turns, killed. Turns to the camera and smiles. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, Another great scene. First, we see Marlon Brando, so that's that makes an impact. Uh, yeah. So the the, the minute ends with uh, Marlon Brando saying, uh, "You found paradise in America." So mm-hmm. he totally understands why he might think, "I understand why you didn't come to me." Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess so that's, we uh, still don't know how the Don's going to react. Yeah. And there's this. Is he required to because of the Sicilian law? It's his daughter's wedding day. Is how much can he say flat out no? Is he obligated to somewhat fulfill that request? Mm-hmm. I, I wonder don't know how exactly many uh, what the, the rule is. I wonder how many things he had to do. What who had to do? Like how long has Marlon Brando been in the office seeing oh. uh, people coming and asking him for favors? Well, in the mo- in the book, there are f- I think four people, four cases. There's Bonaceras, there's Nazarene, who we do see in a later scene. We'll talk uh-huh. about that. There's uh, Johnny Fontaine. Johnny Fontaine, and boy, there is... Oh, there is another one that's not in the movie. Uh, there's a character named something Coppola. No uh, no relation, completely coincidence. Mm-hmm. And he asks the Don for financial support to open a pizzeria. Ah. Oh. Yes, and uh, he ends up giving him money oh we do see do we see that in the movie it might be in one of the deleted scenes nazarene is the guy who's nazarene's the 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 baker yeah who's who had that italian guy come over during the war and we'll talk about that okay yeah there's definitely stuff there no this is a this is a fourth guy which i'm pretty sure is not in the Mm, movie interesting yes for rule of thirds that's the solid structure of uh yeah but we might as well point it out now because we're talking about it when this this mr coppola asks him for money the don grants it uh, he doesn't have the cash on him in the moment, so he asked Tom Hagen right there on the spot to borrow money. Tom lends him cash, and then the Don gives that cash to this Mr. Coppola. And uh, Puzo wrote that it was it was even more symbolic to Mr. Coppola that he that Don Corleone himself was taking on debt for the benefit of this friend of his right. who has come yeah. to show his respect. So it was, it was even more, more than just a gesture. Yeah, that but that's like showmanship, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not like, it's not like you know, well, now i got to get a second job to pay off this yeah. pizza day. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Coppola's... Tom Hagen's busting my balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, 
Tom Hagen is just like 10 point vig on there. So <laughs> that's true. So they <laughs> Don't call Corleone. Just end up working at, at the pizzeria oh, to work ironic. on. <laughs> oh, ironic. He's, he's spinning dough to pay back the dough he lent him. Oh. Um, it's all connected. It is all connected. So, but I'm also, I'm surprised there's only four people. In the book, there may have been more. I mean, I'd be scared. Would you go and ask? Uh, yeah, but these are all guys who like work with him all the time and stuff. Yeah, but still, I mean, even he's the head of the family. He's legendary. Also, you think you, it's you just more it's serious. more out of fear and respect that people aren't abusing him. Being yeah. like, hey, could you could you give me twenty thousand? Well, can you buy me a car or yeah. something like that? <laughs> yeah, because then you are in a sense you you owe him back. Yeah. And I imagine the daughter's wedding day stuff probably takes on like an added price. Mm. Oh, so you think it's you're even more indebted to the Godfather yeah, if you ask on that day rather than any other day? Yeah, because not only are you asking him for a favor, but you're taking him away from a special event. Oh, my daughter's good. I only got one daughter, and these people keep coming to me asking, asking to kill him, kill her, yeah. give him money for pizza. <laughs> Well, later on, he does express frustration that he because he says, "Now yeah. let me go finally enjoy That's my daughter's wedding yeah. day." So, if you had to write in other characters yeah. that were asking for things, what would you have put in? Well, I guess the natural instinct is to go for like comedy and have it be all like, <laughs> "Oh, a guy wants to, you know, like, uh, you know, like a free car." Or uh... it's a shame that uh, it's a shame that uh, the Turk didn't come by on that day you know the to do the uh, the drug deal oh that's right he totally could have gotten that business deal done but theoretically everyone at the is everyone is a guest right is bonacera a guest to the wedding yes so everyone oh, there is so, so yeah. only people so he wouldn't have invited the church to, yeah. to the stars but yeah, he doesn't even know him yet yeah yeah i guess everyone who's at the wedding hmm yeah probably has shown respect yeah Except I'm for Buenosera, maybe that's why he's there because he first has to show yeah respect. Maybe. I'm surprised none of the other knowing um, we're kind of getting. Yeah, we'll save this for later because it has to do with the crime bosses being at the uh, oh, at, at the wedding at the yeah. wedding. Yeah, there's a good scene later where you yeah. see them. I just hope I don't forget. Oh well, we got a lot of minutes to take care of. So you, me, Alex Robinson, 2017. If you were at the wedding, mm-hmm. what would you ask the Don for? What would you do? I would ask if I were at the wedding, if I, Alex Robinson, in 2017 were at the Don's wedding, I would ask for. Um, go, go ahead and ask me. You've already shown me the proper respect. I would ask to. Um, I would say that my. Uh, I'm about to get kicked out of my apartment because I have a dog and the landlord is being a real jerk about it. Uh huh. So I would want him to intervene and make sure I'm not kicked out of my apartment. Hmm. I think I've dealt with this before, maybe 20, 30 years before. Uh, Forget does, about it, it. does your child like the dog? <laughs> That's okay. So, so you want to stay in your apartment oh. with the dog? Oh, no, no. You misunderstand me. I want to move up to a nicer apartment and have my old landlord killed. Oh, okay. Well, that's not justice. What do you mean? You're you, the godfather. Your landlord hasn't killed you or a family oh, member. He's killing me with these bills. <laughs> Listen, you got to take it up with your super. <laughs> super. <laughs> the, the Don's engaged in all the mid-level, the mid-management. People ask him, like, well, Don Corleone, can you come fix my sink? 
Oh, like puts on his tool belt over, <laughs> over his tuxedo. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta first learn how to do that. He has Good. to his apprentice with one of his workers. <laughs> Because he can't just subcontract it out, he has to. Uh, he has to like do it himself. Although he doesn't, he doesn't do all the other jobs himself. He subcontracts those out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> do you think when crime bosses have children and they have a girl, baby girl, yeah, how soon after the birth or they learn about the gender do they think, oh gosh, on her wedding day, I'm going to have to fulfill all these requests? Because it sounds like it's quite a burden fixing sinks, upgrading apartments, <laughs> pizza ovens, pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're probably like, well, maybe she won't live to be married age. <laughs> She'll die in the gang wars when we go to the mattresses. <laughs> so you would ask for a better apartment. Yeah. Okay. And free rent. And free rent. You can't uh, refuse. Well, you're gonna have to work that that off. What service can you provide, provide me, Alex? I have a dog. Alessandro, that's your name in Italian. Oh, Alessandro, oh, I yeah. think. I don't speak Italian. What service will you provide me, Alex? Uh, you can come play with my dog. He's very cute. No, what service can you provide me? Well, I don't like dogs. I see you have a cat I work there. With you, dogs. you clearly like animals, so come on. You can't so, refuse, you said. You know what? When your daughter gets married, I'm going to come and <laughs> pester you and ask you for all kinds of junk <laughs> and annoying requests. But maybe that's what stops other people from doing it, is that they know <laughs> that eventually it's going to be uh, like, ah. Yeah. That's why, that's why Bonus Era is so, uh, so like, cavalier about it, because he's like, oh, my daughter's face is all wrecked up and stuff. She's wow. never going to get married, so I'm not, now I, I have got, nothing to I lose. I have nothing to worry about. I might yeah. as well just ask, ask away, right? Yeah. So, it's a rough world. Yeah, so it ends with uh, you saying you found paradise in America. Is that the very ending? The That's the last line? line. I know there's more dialogue to come between oh, yeah. them, which oh, will yeah. be really yeah, interesting. Yeah, there's a lot more uh, stuff. So um, yeah, so this is where you start to see the sort of the intro of the two paths because now we are formally introduced to the Godfather, mm-hmm. and he went a different path than Buenosera. So this is the beginning of those crossroads right. from the viewer's point of view, seeing yeah. how one went one way and the other went another way. There but were go. those paths really that different, Alex? Uh, is that a rhetorical question? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure. So what do you... I guess no. <laughs> uh, yes, they are different. Yeah. In Morally, ways, they're yeah. different. Mm-hmm. No, in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> are they really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so what do you rate this uh, this particular minute? I will... Oh, boy. You see the dawn for the first time, although it's not a big... Yeah. It's not a dramatic moment, and like, nothing was decided. You but, see the dawn, and you see the dawn holding the cat. No. Which is probably the most iconic that is image. in his tuxedo. In the, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that is an iconic Do you think image. it's... I think it definitely influences our opinion of him. The first time you see him, he's in a tuxedo. Yeah, yeah granting favors yeah it's a position of power this book Coppola writes over and over this this story is about power because like when you see his normal day-to-day clothes as you see later on in the movie it's just kind of like a cardigan and and you yeah. know he's very ca- not a casual dresser he's yeah. business well, casual uh, you know when he gets sh- if you were to get shot you'd be want to dress comfortably too well no i mean before even before he get, when he's having the meeting with the turk oh yeah in his, in his office that's true presumably yeah. if this had happened the next day bonacero would have been in that in the jenko olive oil office yeah and he would seem less majestic majestic i, I always thought that 
that Don Corleone would be in his tuxedo because of the iconic image. Yeah. So he's going to fix the sink. And he's <laughs> well, it's funny tuxedo. how you always see yeah. when it, whenever the Godfather is showing, they show him, show him in a tuxedo. Like, yeah. like he always went around in a tuxedo. <laughs> like but, he's a stage magician or something. <laughs> I'm going to make your problems disappear. <laughs> well, I think Paramount, that's their second most lucrative is image, the tuxedo. Is the, the Don in the tuxedo mm. image holding the camera. Have you ever seen the movie The Freshman? Yes, I saw it a, a long time ago, and I, it, what a great surprise it was. I've never seen it, oh, so well, you, I will have uh, to watch it. Yeah, maybe. maybe maybe a freshman minute down the road, uh-huh. or at least a bonus episode for bonus Godfather. Episode. Minute. Yeah, so uh, I was I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, that was before I had gotten into the Godfather, and I probably even saw the Godfather all the way through. So I'm not sure what to. It would be interesting watching it now. Yeah, um, we'll give it a shot. Anyway, I'm going to give this one. I'm going to go ahead and give this one the full five stars. Five stars. Just because so it couldn't have gotten better, couldn't have been better. Well, I mean, wow, it's up there with the yeah. the, the the tuxedo and the cat, and you have a yeah. little bit of the faith in America. Some of the the yeah the you know freshman stoner conversations about business versus mm-hmm. the government, and it's the first time you see Brando. This is the first time you and see you do Brando. See, do you see? I guess it was the previous minute when he leaned in and whispered. Yeah, or maybe there was a little bit of this minute because I think that's a, an important moment too. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. the minute okay. started with him whispering. I, I, I was going to go a strong four, but I think you point out a lot of good attributes of right. this minute. Let's go five, full five. Yeah. How about your analysis? How about your rating of our analysis of the minute? Um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. It was good. Um, you know, I had some information. I have a lot of notes here, which is mm-hmm. always a good sign. The stuff about the cats mm-hmm. and speculating about the goddaughter i'm gonna give this four i think we gave it four gave on it a four. scale of 15 oh the scale scale 15 then three then three okay <laughs> i agree it's probably about i think it was a four a four it was, it was strong yeah uh oh wait are we going with 15 <laughs> let's if go it, let's stick with five well i was just gonna say i would just multiply my response then and make oh, it 12 go, yeah. so i just okay. multiply it by three <laughs> I go, I go 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Like price is right, where if you go a little bit higher oh, yeah, than the last yeah. guy, you're... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, well, all right, then. That wraps up minute five. That's minute... We have five minutes down. How many are there total? One thirty. I don't have my okay, figures Okay, we're making progress. We've seen yeah. two characters. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting there. Do you want to plug your band? I do want to plug my band. I want to plug a few things. Okay. Uh, Alex and I made a movie several years ago. It's online. It's called Robot Killer. Go to robotkiller.com. Check it out. And I do play in a local cover band here in Portland, Oregon. We are called The Cliffhangers. Go to Facebook and search for The Cliffhangers. The Cliffhangers. We don't play outside of Oregon, though. So you would be. Not yet. We're working on it. You guys should totally work on it. Uh, The Godfather theme. A rocked oh, out Godfather theme. Well, I do have, I do have, I've had a, a vision for many years, and I'm okay if someone steals this vision. I'd rather see it full realized than not. I want to play a concert with a, just an awesome band and just only do TV theme songs. Mm. So an hour and a half, just a bunch of segues straight through. On segues. No, no, no. Transit segue, song into song into oh, song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a medley. Yeah. The whole segue thing is that that's another show. A okay. uh, medley, yes. Yeah, that's a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I would like to do that at some point. I, the, but that'd be great. Would you come see? I totally would. What? What's off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. What's what TV thunks theme song? Look at what's play? happened to me. I didn't get the role of Luke Skywalker. Suddenly, that's oh, cheers. Uh, 
No, that's Great American Hero. <laughs> we'd probably do Cheers. We'd have to have a keyboard player. We'd do Cheers, Great American Hero. We'd do uh, instrumentals too, like Sanford and Son, yeah. Barney Miller. I'm a big fan of the 60s and 70s themes. Well, I that was wanna... the golden age of the theme songs. Yeah, yeah. a lot of great songs. Taxi is a great one. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Taxi's theme song. The show or the song? Uh, I've never really gotten into the show, but the song, that oh, flute. Really? so like i don't know there's something about it hokey i'm not as big a fan of that first part but after that oh when it starts rocking out yeah and an electric piano comes in i think it's like the mash theme song there's something like down about like that was sort of the 70s feel yeah most of the 70s themes were not upbeat, positive. Oh, that's not true stuff. at all. Really? The love boat. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that wasn't cheesy or hokey. Oh, no, cheesy and hokey, yeah. but it wasn't a downer the way like a taxi. and. So the uh, flute was a downer in taxi. Totally. Did you like taxi? It's funny I we're never got about. into it. I never did either, but I'm thinking I may have been too young. I think now I, I think I was too young, and now I think it's too, it's too old. Oh, interesting. Like the it might when you were watching it because I've, I've stumbled across a couple of episodes and reruns and it it definitely has the rhythm of an old school laugh tracky sitcom yeah you know so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it's laugh track I'm sure it was before a live studio audience but it still has that same yeah. rhythm to it yeah. which I'm uh-huh. not as much of a fan of so do you think if you shut off the laugh track it would be better like Mash no it's not necessarily the laughing it's just more like the it it affects the pacing mm-hmm. and the kind mm-hmm. of like yeah just kind of slows things down. Which is fitting because it's called Taxi. Those and of you who have ever gotten a cab off. in Manhattan know it's slow. and Seriously. Should have called that show Traffic. No, well, there was already a band called Traffic. Oh, yeah. They go across town, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so what would you like to plug? Uh, any, I do, any upcoming uh, shows, book signings? No, no upcoming no? book signings. I'm working on a new book. I'm a cartoonist in my other job. You can uh, go to comicbookalex.com. And there you'll find links to all my books and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, check that out. And Alex does amazing acting performances in Robot Killer. RobotKiller.com. Oh, that was uh, a long time ago. It was now. a very long time ago. But long it stands time. up. I watched it yeah. a little while ago. Yeah. definitely stands up. All right, then. So um, on behalf of myself and my co-host, Andy Robinson, I will say, leave the gun, take the Godfather Minutes.